Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kiley. It's BK and Ferrario here on 101 ESPN. We are always happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by our friend and the Cardinals beat writer for Cardinals.com. He's John Denton joining us here on the show. He's been all over the Cardinals throughout spring training. John, we appreciate the time as always, man. How is sunny Florida treating you today? Oh, it's great. It's great. You know, it's good to see the sunshine. Uh, it's been a exceptionally hot uh, spring down here so far, uh, we had one day in the upper 50s, and then since then it's been the upper 80s, 90s every day. So it's been a it's been a hot spring, uh, definitely in Jupiter. Oh, upper 50s, John. That's what uh, we live every day here in St. Louis still. So what, <laughs> do you can't know wait what I you would come give home? for upper 50s right now? <laughs> we were stuck in would. the 40s all week this week, I think John. It's supposed so. to snow later on today. Yeah. Oh. Good. Well, we, we are feeling bad for you guys. Uh, trust me. Uh, we, we do have a special place in our heart for you right now. <laughs> As I, I, we put on our sunblock. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you having us in your uh, your thoughts and your prayers today, John. All right, let's get into these, these Cardinals storylines. Everything starts with one player. You know where we're going with this. It's Jordan Walker, who's just been on a tear so far throughout spring training. John, can you put in, in this into context for us? Like, What are we watching with Jordan Walker right now and the performance that we're seeing out of him in spring training? Well, I mean, it's it's like 2001 Albert Pujols all over again. Like, you know, you, you, he comes in, you expect him, okay, there's going to be growing pains, and then there's not. Uh, he has a great day, and you expect, okay, well, tomorrow will be a bad day, and it's not. And you expect him to slip and fall in the outfield or to drop a ball, and he doesn't. Like, like I said the other day, I mean, he was talking about Garrett Cole. He said, uh, you know, uh, uh, amazing fastball, hell of a pitcher. And he stopped and he apologized because he said a cuss word while the cameras were rolling. And, you know, literally that was the first mistake he's made all camp. Uh, It's like this guy was built in a lab somewhere. Uh, You know, he's 6'5", 250. Uh, His his father went to MIT. His mother went to Harvard. His mother got her uh, master's at, at Washington University. Uh, he had 3.9 GPA in high school. He had an offer to Duke. Uh, his, his nickname in high school, to put it in perspective, was the resume because there, <laughs> there's nothing he doesn't have. You know, he's built like a tight end and he hits, hits like Albert Pools. It's, it's uh, you know, and some you know people will say, well, it's just spring training. He turned on a 97 mile an hour fastball from Garrett Cole yesterday. Garrett Cole's as good as there is in baseball, and you know Garrett Cole said that was the best swing of the day, the one he saw from from Jordan Walker yesterday. So, you know, it's it's not hyperbole. The kid is really just this good. 
So if that's the case, John, I mean, you speaking all of that sounds like it should be written in pen that he's going to be a part of this opening day roster. And of course, that still remains to be seen. But if he is, he's going to be playing. How is that going to work out with the other outfielders, in your opinion? Yeah, you know, uh, I've been trying to do the math in my head. So if you have seven days a week and you have three outfield spots, that's 21 spots. If you have four, if you have a, a DH spot, that makes it 28 spots. Can you keep four guys happy with 28 spots? Well, we all know that's not going to be 28 because Wilson Contreras is going to DH a couple days a week, and Goldie and Arenado are going to need to DH every now and then, and you've got to get Nolan Gorman in the lineup somehow, and that's that's probably going to be through the DH. You know, are are you going to be able to keep four guys happy? And you know, there, there's going to be some ruffled feelings. There's going to there's going to have to be some hard conversations. But, you know, if you've had to pin me down right now today, I think Jordan Walker is a starting left fielder on opening day, March 30th against the Blue Jays. And I think you're going to have to tell Lars Newtbar and Dylan Carlson that they're going to be a platoon. Uh, you know, I, I, the way it looks right now, I would guess that Tyler O'Neill will probably be the starting center fielder. Lars Newtbar deserves to be a starter, uh, you know, with the way he's played this spring, the way he played last season. Dylan Carlson was serious about his approach and he's stronger this year and he's hit the ball better but you know you just you can't tell this kid no he's you know it, it the talent is too undeniable to send him down and I, I really think he's going to be the opening day starter and and you're just going to have to have some hard conversations with those other guys in the outfield so john our conversation that we had in the open was basically like at some point you just say we're going to take our best team into opening day and we'll figure out how to make this thing work and I've said this previously, and I think we've maybe talked about this, John, off the air. Is like, I think Ollie Marmol is uniquely qualified to be in position to make this work. He's not afraid to have those conversations that you were just discussing, and he's also not afraid to have a dynamic lineup where against a right-handed pitcher it looks one way, against a left-handed pitcher it looks something completely differently. He's talking to his performance department all the time, where he's saying, "Hey." How do we get the most out of these guys? When do we need to get them a day at DH? When do we need to get them a day completely away from baseball where they're just sitting in the dugout next to me? Do you think that there is a scenario in which the Cardinals go into opening day with all of these guys on the roster? They've got Walker. They've got Yepes. They've got Gorman. They've got Donovan. They've got everybody that we've talked about all offseason competing for these spots. And then they just figure out a way to make it work playing time-wise. Yeah, I think, you know, I think if Ali proved anything last year that he's going to let the numbers dictate this, he's not going to be a guy who's set in his ways. He's not going to be a guy who's beholden to veteran players, you know, as much as as great as Tony La Russa was, oftentimes I thought he deferred to veterans too much. Ali's not that way. Like if a young kid's swinging the bat well, if a young kid has great numbers against a certain guy, righty, lefty, high fastball, low fastball, he's going to play the guy. And, you know, you know, we saw that last year. I mean, Oliver Marmol, 36 years old, youngest manager in the, in baseball, pinch hit Albert Pujols last year for Nolan Gorman. Like, that's unheard of. But the numbers told him to do that at the time. And, you know, at the time when Albert was struggling, he did it. The guy's not afraid to have tough conversations. And, you know, if he has to sit, you know, a couple of those outfielders down and say, look, this is the way it's going to be now, he'll he'll do it. Uh, you know, I think he's he's definitely prepared for that. And, at the end of the day, it's about getting the, the best lineup on the field. And right now, there's you know there, nobody would deny that Jordan Walker is not a part of the Cardinals' best lineup. 
John, a lot of people are talking about this outfield competition, but man, the other one is second base between Brendan Donovan and Nolan Gorman and Nolan Gorman has shown the defense. Brendan Donovan has shown the power. How do you feel like that competition plays itself out? <laughs> yeah, that's that one. That one is a little bit of a surprise. You know, we knew coming in the outfield was going to be a heck of a, you know, heck of a competition. And, and, and they have all these left-handers that are basically competing for two spots, but the second base competition is, it has really, you know, really taken off. And, and it's because Nolan Gorman has come back a different player. Like his swing looks so much better. He's getting to the high fastball. He's fouling it off and he's making people pay. And, you know, they want to get his, his bat in the lineup. You know, left-handers with pop are going to play. They play in this league and they're looking for ways to get him in the lineup. There's a reason that he started at third base yesterday. And that's so that you know, he can be ready to play that spot on days when Nolan Nolan not only needs a day off. He, he he's shown an improved glove at, at second base, and you know we all know that 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 uh, that Donnie could play anywhere on the field. You know, won a Gold Glove last year, the, the first rookie in Cardinals history to win a Gold Glove. He did it as a utility player. Uh, Brenda Donovan, you know, he went in the lab this off season. He learned how to increase his bat speed without you know swinging from his heels. He had a ball yesterday. It was just an absolute bomb. Uh, he's got three home runs so far. He's bigger through the chest. He put on weight. He put on muscle. Uh, that that's that's a heck of a heck of a battle. I, you know, if I have to give an edge, I, I think it's Brendan Donovan because the Cardinals trust his glove. But they're going to get Nolan Gorman in the lineup somehow, some way. He's probably going to play at least four days a week because he has that lefty pop. John Denton is our guest. You can find his work over at Cardinals.com. It's excellent work. He's also got a video up right now over that you can follow him on Twitter at John Denton 555 to find it with uh, the, the sensation Jordan Walker talking about what this spring has been like so far for him. Uh, John, I did want to ask you a little bit about the pitching because as much as the offense is a lot of fun to talk about and they've had nothing but positive returns on that side of things. There's also a competition going on, especially in the bullpen right now, for roles for this team going into the season. Who is it that's emerged to you so far during this spring? We know the guys at the back end that are going to be there, but for the middle innings, is there anybody that stood out to you with what you've seen so far? Well, Jake, what Jake Woodford has done is is undeniable. You know, Jake has Jake has kind of been that man a uh, man with no country for a long time. He's had no role. He didn't know if he was going to be at Memphis or St. Louis, but. You know, he's pitched nine innings so far over three games, and he's given up one earned run. Uh, four innings yesterday against the, the high-powered, basically the opening day roster of the Yankees. Jake goes out there. He's got a dozen friends and family in the crowd because he's from Tampa. He goes out there and gives up three hits. Uh, got two good ground balls, double play balls from Harrison Bader and Anthony Rizzo. His one strikeout was a, was of Aaron Judge. Uh, you know, that that's heady stuff right there. And, you know, Jake is, is making a case to be that long man. Now, of course, he's in a battle with Matthew Libertor. He's in a battle with Dakota Hudson. It'll be interesting to see how Dakota does today, uh, his first start of, of spring. He's worked in relief so far, but today's his first start. Uh, you know, uh, Zach Thompson, another guy who came back, he, the, he really added to his velo last season. It's back again this season. He's at 96, 97. Uh, I, th- I think Zach's going to be a, guy, a high leverage guy who can step in there and handle some of those bridge innings to you know to get you to the back half of the bullpen with Ryan Helsley. But uh, yeah, Zach Zach has been another one that's popped. And hey, Andre Palante, the kid was a sensation last year. He's added a couple miles an hour to his velocity. 
had a great two-inning stint yesterday for Italy. They, ups, they upset uh, Cuba yesterday. Uh, so Andre Pallante, Zach Thompson, and, and Jake Woodford have been three names that have really, really popped so far. I'm glad you brought up Zach Thompson, John, because the left side of that bullpen seems to be the biggest conundrum for me, wondering how that's going to pan out. Zach Thompson does seem to be in the lead, but when you look at the other lefty options, who do you feel like is competing and who do you feel like is kind of edging out in front? You know, I I really think deep down that Ali Marmol and, and the pitching staff, they want Genesis Cabrera to be that guy. They just don't know if they can, you know, totally trust him and, he, he's pitched well so far, but you know uh, he has a way of of kind of losing it, and, and his velocity comes and goes. And you know I, I don't, you know I think sometimes they wonder about, about his preparation. And you know it, if they could get the Genesis Cabrera from the first half of last season, they would take that any day, every day, all day. You know he was one of their best pitchers, starters or relievers last year in the first half. Then he had the four inning outing at Wrigley where he was phenomenal. And he had a case of COVID. Well, since then, he hasn't been the same pitcher. So, you know, the question is, are they going to get Genesis Cabrera from the first half of last season? Or are they going to get the second half? Uh, and, you know, Zach, Zach Thompson has a, a chance of, of taking over that role because, you know, for, in a matter of a two-year span, Zach Thompson went from like a 92-93 mile-an-hour guy to a 96-97 mile-an-hour guy. And it's, I really think he's pushing his way into higher-leverage situations. John, final question. We'll get you out of here on this. We appreciate the time as always. Is there any other maybe under-the-radar story that we didn't ask you about that you've found interesting, whether it's in the recent days or just throughout spring training so far from the Cardinals? Well, I, you know, with 17 players gone, the Cardinals have, you know, the most 17, uh, most, most in the MLB people playing in uh, the World Baseball Classic. We've started, you know, now kind of delving into backup roles and things like that, and you know, the backup catcher role is is one that I find very interesting. You know, the days of Yadier Molina catching 135, 140 games a, a season are over. And, you know, if you look at Wilson Contreras, I think he's caught more than 100 games twice or three times in his career. You know, he's going to be a 115, 120-game catcher a, a season. So they're going to need a better backup. And, you know, Ali Marmola said they want more out of that position. And, Trace Barrera has been a guy that's really caught their eye. The way he handles pitchers, the way he frames pitches, he's really caught their eye. Uh, pitchers love Andrew Kisner, but Kisner has to hit better. You know, Kisner had, he, he, in his own words the other day, he said he had two great months and he had maybe two of the worst months of any catcher in baseball, you know, where he hit less than 100. So Kisner's is in a battle. You know, they, they, the Cardinals could have easily said this is Kisner's job, but they, they haven't done that. They've thrown it out for, for you know, for, for a competition. And, you know, I'm curious to see how that's going to play out because Miles Michaelis loves Kisner. All the pitchers love throwing to Kisner. But they, they're looking for a guy who can bring more with the bat. So I think that's kind of an under-the-radar competition that's going on right now. He's John Din. You can find his work over at Cardinals.com. He's doing a fantastic job covering the team, keeping us all apprised of what's taking place down in Jupiter throughout spring training. John, we appreciate the time as always, man. Enjoy yourself down there in the warm weather. We won't hold it against you, and we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. Take care and stay warm.